B-Pod Studios. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. This whole segment is about making us feel better. It's uh, it's we about how it. great of a country we truly are. We need to be reminded of that. Yes, we do. Uh, on the phone with us right now is Trevor Homer. Trevor, welcome to the show. Thanks very much. Hello. Uh, I have to ask you, uh, why would somebody from your land want to do a book about making us feel good? Oh, that's easy. I mean, I was researching another book as it so happened, and um, I just it's called the Book of Origins, and the more I researched, the more I came across so much that had begun in the USA that I thought someone should write a book about this. And and the thing that really surprised me, I had a look on all the usual websites to see if there was a book that had been written. I couldn't find that it, one had been written about American inventions by an American. So I thought, well, somebody's got to do it. At well, least see, this that's, detail. That's the thing. We we have done all this stuff, but we're pretty lazy. <laughs> yeah. We, you know, we, we do it. I don't think that's true. Uh, you know, but I'm going to open up. It starts from, uh, and your book is broken down into categories, but it starts uh-huh. with uh, the, the basic inventors and inventions and right at the, the beginning of the book. And because he had his winter home down here in uh, Fort Myers, where we're at, we hear about him all the time. And that, of course, is uh, Thomas Alva Edison. And, but let me tell you something about Edison, uh, Trevor. You got to know this. You even say in your book, The Invention of the Light Bulb. Well, there was another guy, Sir Joseph Swan, uh, who was also working on the light bulb. And what Edison used to like to do, because routinely. routinely, when anybody was getting close to inventing something that he wanted to invent or get the patent on, he'd strong arm him. He, no. Yes. Is that true? He would strong arm him, or he would go and buy him, gobble him up, buy him up, and make him work in his... Yeah, uh, he is not a man to be admired. <laughs> we, he, he, this guy was just, my God, okay. yeah. I he, always wondered how he got a thousand patents to his name. Is well, that how he did it? it I, it's the God's honest truth. We have parades <laughs> down here for this man. People go and tour his house, and the more you read about him is that, yeah, he'd come up with a, a, a good idea, but then at the same time... Somebody else was coming up with that same idea. Mysteriously. And suddenly that person was no longer working on that invention. Edison took it for himself. And uh, and if he really had a problem with you, he'd buy out your company and just hire you as a flit boy to work around. It's a living now, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I guess so, but you don't, but you don't get the credit. Uh, looking at some of the other things that, uh, and so many names yeah. that we associate with products today uh, that have the name of the American inventor that was on air conditioning. Carrier. You, you hear these carrier uh-huh. air conditioners. Yeah. He's the and man it, it, that invented it's still, it. It's still now got his name all over the world. And, and yet, um, what, what was it, 100 years ago he invented air conditioning? Yeah. and, and you... It's amazing uh, how simple air conditioning is when you get down to the basic process. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it, but it took an American to figure that one out. <laughs> and, 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 to, and to make the product work and to make yeah. it for the right price and to market it and get it out there. It's not just about inventing, is it? It's it's making the product useful for people. Yeah, you, you make a good point. I uh, pretty much... Uh, with the exception of one year, have spent my entire life in Florida. I'm now 43, and when I was a kid, air conditioning was still considered a luxury. 
I watched air conditioning go from a luxury to a must-have in my yeah. lifetime. Yeah. Now, yeah. even up uh, in north in uh, New England area where I come from, do you have air conditioning? Uh, no, you had to put in a wall unit to, for for air conditioning. Now, we still down, got that here. Uh, well, up north they still have it too, where you know they put the window wall. shaker. But down here in in Florida and in your southern states down here, if you don't have a house that has central air conditioning, you'll never sell you'll it. You'll never sell it. You'll never buy. It. No, you can't live in it, can you? No. Here's another no. one where it associates with the name uh, on the product, and mm-hmm. you, and you talk about razors and shaving. Well, people have been shaving and, and uh, g- coming up with different kinds of razors since uh, you know uh, uh, the Egyptian time, yeah, Stone Age, oh, yeah. and, and mm. the Stone and the Stone Age too. Uh, but mm. but it was a guy named Gillette that went and manufactured a, a safety razor that you could drop yeah. into a, a, a little. Uh, handle and he is also an excellent magician. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and revolutionized it. Uh, I mean, looking at, looking at some of the, uh, the well, it's a, it's a worldwide product, isn't it? I mean, you, yeah. you, you talk about Gillette. I mean, it just dominates the market in whatever country you go to. But here, here's another example mm. of an American uh, taking a, a foreign invention and, and literally making it American: uh, the sewing machine. There was a, a British uh, guy, uh, Thomas uh, Saint, that obtained a British patent for a type of sewing machine, but it was a man named. Saint. Singer that went and made sure it was going to be American and done right. Yeah, but, but what you have to realize is that Saints thing didn't work. It only worked for about two minutes. Yeah, I you, know. were quicker, you, were, you were quicker to hand sew than, than use the Saints machine. Singer's yeah. machine was the first really efficient um, sewing machine. And, and it, like Carrier's air conditioner, it just went around the world. I mean, it was mm-hmm. just uh, every house had one over here. Yeah, and you know, much like uh, talking about air conditioning going the opposite way when I was a kid. And it's not that long ago. You're talking, you know, 43 years I've been alive. But it went from, yes, every house had to have a sewing machine. You don't see them anymore. You don't see a lot of sewing machines. Well, clothes are cheap, aren't they now? Yeah, you just go out and buy them now. Here's something. And, I, you know, when you think of a cell phone, you'd think maybe, what, did that go and get invented in Japan and with the electronics? We all know Alexander Graham Bell invented the telephone. But uh, it was uh, an American invention uh, for the the cell phone. Uh, a man by the name of uh, Motorola, right? <laughs> I think it's for Motorola. I don't know if that's his real name. Yeah, um, uh, Doctor Martin. I've never worked out. How do they work? I just. I'd just love to know how a cell phone works. You know what? But here's the thing, and we're talking yeah. to Trevor Homer. Uh, a Born in the USA is his uh, book, the book of American origins. Here's the thing, though, and you mention it uh, periodically throughout your book, and this is what we don't do in this country anymore, and I know they still have them in other parts of the world, but every, I don't know, six or seven years, going all the way back to the, the 19th uh, century, we used to have world's fairs where mm-hmm. people would go to Chicago, go to New York. They go, were huge. And they were huge. They'd be open for months, and you got to look at the latest inventions, the things that were going to be part of your household, and they were yeah. put on display. Seriously, since I think, uh, like, what, the Seattle World's Fair uh, 30 years ago, I don't yeah. remember a World's Fair. 
There hasn't been another one, I don't think. But it, it still goes on. It's mm. just kind of uh, split up now where you have your big consumer electronics show. You have the automobile shows. They, they're just split up but into different. But now, now they're categorized yeah. where if you went to the World's Fair, you could see it all. You could see you it have all. everything, yeah. And, From agriculture through cars and machinery. You uh, all also, the new stuff. You also, just to, to show you uh, in this book uh, the, the various categories that you uh, go through, you talk about just great, even composers and uh, musicians that, mm. have, that have come like, from like this Chuck country. Berry. Like, like Chuck Berry? Like Chuck Berry, Count Basie. You talk about Irving Berlin. Uh, he came to this country when he was five years old, but we take credit for it. He lived a long, long time, and so much of his stuff was uh, American-born. Uh, oh, the whole of it was American-born, really, wasn't it? I mean, he, he lived to, into his 90s. He might even have made 100. I don't I think know, but he, he was yeah. pretty close. Yeah. And, I mean, he, he was 90 years an American, and five Five years somewhere else. Uh, Leonard yeah. Bernstein, Garth Brooks, Chuck Leonard Skinner, uh, Leonard Skinner, Hoagie Carmichael, Johnny Cash, Duke Ellington, the Everly Brothers, all these people, Nat King Cole, all these great American Molly artists Hatchet. that influenced the world. You're absolutely yeah. right. And and and, and you, you can actually think about the whole of the, the jazz music, uh, rock and roll music, it yeah. all started there. Yeah, it, the sta- it started in, in, in a sort of vibrant way. That it, it, it almost couldn't happen anywhere else. Then what do you think? Uh, yeah, there was a lot of... Uh, it, it was odd because uh, native people, but a huge cross-cultural exchange. Yes. What I, do you I think th- jazz really um, sprang up out of the the, the um, African American experience. Um, this is this is not just me speaking. This, or I, although I'm saying I think I'm I'm really quoting uh, things that I've read. Right. I, I think it came out of the African American experience. It, it almost couldn't have been invented anywhere else because of know, all the rhythms that came from Africa and, and and the disciplines that were over there in in the states and and the whole thing came together as jazz. But you know what's really interesting when you when you follow. The course of popular music back to the beginning, there uh-huh. was a time not so long ago in the early part of this century where if you were to listen to what we would call today country music and what uh-huh. we would call today blues, yeah. they were virtually identical. Very similar. The The only difference was the color of the man singing its uh, skin. and then, so? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, for instance, I'd re- refer you to go back and listen to Jimmy Rogers, who was one of the first yep. uh, country stars. If you listen to him and you listen to Robert Johnson side by side, they're doing very similar things. And wasn't it Jimmy Rogers uh, that, where I sent you that clip uh, that was on the YouTube where Louis Armstrong was talking about with Johnny Cash, who he recorded with a country artist? artist and how similar oh, yeah. everything if, was. Oh, if you right. talk to Chuck Berry, he will tell you uh, that country music is actually his uh, first love. Uh, here, here are some of the other things in the book. We invented uh, electronic money, the credit card, internet banking, uh, the ATM, uh, all, the, all of the... What about products, too? You talk about... We were talking... Uh, McDonald's. Kentucky Fried oh, yeah. Chicken, uh, all of these things that are now completely brand, worldwide brands, aren't they? Yep. Coca Cola, Coca Cola. You, you really can't go into a town 
in, in almost the whole of the, the world and not find a McDonald's and buy a bottle of Coca-Cola. You can go to Uzbekistan and buy Coca-Cola. I mean, it's just in, incredible, the, the penetration that product's got. Yeah, and, they, and they, at the end of the day, it's sugared water. Yeah, yeah. They, they may be in the streets chanting death to America, but they're not saying uh, death to McDonald's, <laughs> uh, death to Coca-Cola. No way. No. And they like the KFC a lot, too. Yes, they do. They like the right. Kentucky Fried Chicken. This is truly uh, a marvelous book. It's uh, called Born in the USA, the Book of American Origins by uh, Trevor Homer. Trevor, thank you so much. Thank you very much. All right, bye-bye. There he goes, uh, like Trevor him. Homer. He was a good guy. Great book. Hey, it's Dan and Haney on K-Rock.
Garrett, Hawaii Five O. Batman. Kojak. Frank Cannon. Jim Rockford. Stan here. This is 86 calling control. I'm Mark Haney. John Robinson commanding. Are you finished? Stan and Haney. 96 J-Rock. Hey, gang. Stan and Haney here. Yes, we're doing it again. We've done a this about, I don't know, <laughs> 7,000 something times. Lost count. We hit 7,000 uh, back in uh, the first part of the year. Ah. And so we're well, in, we're like probably around 71, uh, 7,200 shows. I don't know. Probably 7,100 7, shows. We've been doing this for a long time. What? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. You know, and sometimes I go and play back some of the old shows. Yeah. I have no recollection of them. <laughs> oh. Oh, don't you remember that, Stan? Don't you remember that? No. Nope. nope. It's a new show to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to uh, start off by uh, apologizing to uh, NBC2 because during uh, the news... Our news, yeah. and I was watching the report waiting to see me on TV because they were here yesterday. Uh-huh. I saw a lot of Gina Birch, oh. and uh, and I, I love Gina Birch. She's a fine woman, but I didn't see me. I was quickly corrected by a lot of our uh, Stan and Haney listeners. No, you were on. And, uh, in fact, uh, I was on, and uh, they did mention our uh, show Okay. Uh, on the piece, and so uh, thank you, uh, NBC2. You did a really good report on that scamming thing that's going on. And I want to say this. For those of you that saw the story, it wouldn't hurt, Raj, and I know uh, Junior's probably listening, but daydreaming. The story is available on the NBC2 website that could be shared on our Facebook page, so people can see what I'm talking about. But when they had the TV crew in here, they were in the K-Rock studio. They were uh, in the uh, uh, B-103 studio, the Sunny studio, which are all part of the Beasley umbrella. And I don't know if it was lighting, the high-quality uh, cameras, what it was, but the studios looked much nicer than they really are. <laughs> ha! And the phones all lighting up, the board all glowing, and you know they're running the camera down all the equipment and the computers, and and I'm looking at the report going, oh, that doesn't look like our studio. <laughs> no. Although they did when they did close-ups, like of the microphone and the and the board, when they kept their distance, it looked like, hey man, they work in some nice digs. Yeah. We really don't. But when they zoomed in, you could see the dust. Just, what? It was, it was like it was. There's so much dust in here. It's like a like a, a Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> it is the quality cameras that'll do that. It is. It the report when when that reporter was uh, talking in the studio, and the zoom in on the mics and the computers and the phones and the boards. It looked like wow. I work for a, a pretty uh, neat place, and then I came in here today to say, it doesn't look anything like it. It, it look it looks it looks ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, Re- Gina yeah. Gina's on the. Uh... I know she's on the on the car because she was she was the the feature uh, of the story because she was here <laughs> on the air when they were doing it and yeah. then I came in and 
acted like I was on the air, but I really wasn't. Yeah. But that's uh, that's the professionalism in me. Oh, it did mention us in the article. I know it did. It did. Well, you guys, yeah. I shouldn't say us. What, what do you mean? You're us. You're us. I'm on the show, yes. Yeah, what are you expecting <laughs> to say? The Stan and Haney show the with Roger, Roger Marley? Yeah. Oh, I don't, that ain't gonna, that's, God. That's going to be years and years and years. <laughs> I know it's not. Let me. Uh, I'm gonna say no, this. Let me no, get this no, right. No, and no I didn't. Way. You know, and I didn't want to hear that out of him. I know. You it know, took, I was. It took Haney yeah. about. I would say about four or five years before his name was put on the show, when Joe was still alive, and then it took our old producer Tommy uh, years and years and years before uh, he would uh, actually be mentioned in the same breath, because you. <laughs> The, the, the what is rule number one of a producer? It's to make the host look good. Thank you. That was tongue in cheek. You, I, I know that. I know that it is. Okay. And you're you're too much of a softy. What? <laughs> <laughs> but when when but my job my job would be if I was interviewed, which I wasn't, would be you know uh, we uh, Haney and I work hard each and every day, and I want to say a special thanks to our producer Roger Marley, uh, who without him uh, we would look foolish. What? <laughs> yeah, Thank you. That's well, nice. that's if I, you know, I wanted nice to mention them. It's not the, oh, it's right. not, it's okay. not the Stan oh, Haney right. and Rogers show. Yeah. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> Boy, you know what? And then you're going to get Junior all worked up. <laughs> Why am I not oh, named God. on the show? Well, I try to leave his name completely out of everything. Look, I'm not even uh, 20 minutes into this show, and I've already broken a sweat. Yeah. Uh, Stan Haney. What? <laughs> 96. K-Rock. Stan and Haney. 96. K-Rock. Hey, everybody. Stan and Haney. Coming up on the uh, show today. Oh, by the way, we got a special guest coming by in a little bit, so mm-hmm. we'll save that for a little bit. Uh, but we're going to uh, give you a chance to win today. We're going to play uh, another edition of Stan's "What Came First." We've also uh, got a, a classic Haney later on uh, today for you. Also, uh, just after three o'clock, I have a special announcement for a segment of our listening audience oh that i think it's about time i recognize them and let them know that you're just as much a part of the stan and haney family as anybody else that'll be coming up just after three o'clock grab bag (laughs) brought to you by the pewter mug north us 41 north naples Let's uh, let's not waste any time. Let's find out what's going on in the world. This is not headline news. Kurt Cobain's daughter married Tony Hawk's son, and the ceremony was performed by Michael Stipe of REM. The new couple plans to live in 1996. <laughs> Adele extended her Caesar's residency. So if you're in Vegas and in the mood to weep uncontrollably, go to a Raiders game. <laughs> Cher says her 40 years younger boyfriend doesn't always understand her references. 
Although it is kind of convenient that he's never heard of half the guys she slept with. <laughs> and today is National Greasy Foods Day. Ah! Or as Americans call it, Wednesday. <laughs> this is not headline news. Somebody on YouTube did this. It's pretty cool. I got a segment of it for you. It's just simply entitled 25 Evil Guitar Riffs, where this guy went and uh, took guitar riffs from Slayer, Alice in Chains, Black Sabbath, and just ran them all together as just evil guitar riffs. Not bad. You got to see the video to get the full impact, but the audio's just as good. There's a young woman, not unattractive. She's fairly attractive, got a nice body on her. Pleasant. Mm-hmm. She's from Tennessee. And she posted online her frustration with a pantsuit that she bought from a store. It's a one-piece pantsuit that mm-hmm. looks nice on her. Okay. Except she noticed a problem when she bent down to pick things up. Oh. So I bought this jumpsuit at a boutique, and I love all of their stuff, but they did me dirty. And I demand an apology because this jumpsuit, I found out something interesting about it today. Yeah. Every time I bend down, it sounds like I'm farting. Every time. (laughs) (laughs) And it is. It looks like, you know, she goes and she bends down and it's like she's ripping one. And and the video shows it from all angles. Side view, ass view, front view. And and she's bending down and she's uh, ripping them. Oh, (laughs) yeah. But it's the jumpsuit. Yeah. It's, and you'll hear some comment it made in here. It's the idiot, it's being an idiot when you're wrong and have to pay something off. Paying in coins. Because <laughs> it makes a lot of work for a lot of people. And a welding company in Colorado had to pay $23,500 in a settlement. They did so in loose change. 
Now they uh, might have to... Uh, speaking of loose chains, they might have to cover the extra seven grand in legal fees because of their little stunt paying in coins. Here's uh, a lawyer, Danielle Beam, talking about her client receiving payment in change. They don't take kindly to it. At first, I thought, you've got to be kidding me. And then we had to go through the logistics. Again, it's showing you pennies, quarters, dimes. In our pleadings, we called it the figurative middle finger, just to acquire that many took effort. But then to open them all up and dump them into a container, (laughs) that is not just trying to pay a bill. So they were all rolled, but let's just pour it all in a bucket. (laughs) Now go ahead and count it. Mm -hmm. Um, you were making reference to this yesterday. We were talking about Britney Spears' book coming out, and I asked the question, is Britney Spears reading the audio book? And no, she's not. Mm -hmm. Uh, Actress Michelle Williams is reading the audio book, and she is getting huge props by all the literary community by saying her audio reading of the Britney Spears book is great. She did a phenomenal job. Here's an example. This is taken from the Britney Spears audio book, The Woman in Me, where Michelle Williams reading the audio book talks about the time Brittany and Justin Timberlake were out and about and she cringed when he did something taken directly from the book read by actress Michelle Williams who people love reading the book here you go his band in sync was what people back then called so pimp they were white boys but they loved hip-hop To me, that's what separated them from the Backstreet Boys, who seemed very consciously to position themselves as a white group. NSYNC hung out with black artists. Sometimes I thought they tried too hard to fit in. One day, Jay and I were in New York, going to parts of town I'd never been to before. Walking our way was a guy with a huge, blinged-out medallion. He was flanked by two giant security guards. Jay got all excited and said so loud, Oh yeah, foches, foches, genuine, what's up, homie? After Genuine walked away, Felicia did an impression of Jay. Oh yeah, Foshiz, Foshiz, Genuine. Jay wasn't even embarrassed. Uh, I hope you took note of that, uh, Raj, for a couple of little phrases there that me way want to yes. put on the soundboard. Do you need me to play it again, or do you think you do you do you think you got them? <laughs> Pretty sure we got okay, what we can. There you go. There were there were two of them. So all right, I, I think we're no. I think we're okay. Uh, you want you want to hear it yeah. again? That's what <laughs> yeah. it is. You want it. all right? Just in case. All right. All right. Let's uh, let's every, everybody. Uh, we're getting ready to play this again. So uh, so let's uh, let's dummy up. His band in sync was what people back then called so pimp. They were white boys, but they loved hip hop. To me, that's what separated them from the Backstreet Boys, who seemed very consciously to position themselves as a white group. In sync, hung out with black artists. Sometimes I thought they tried too hard to fit in. 
One day, Jay and I were in New York, going to parts of town I'd never been to before. Walking our way was a guy with a huge, blinged-out medallion. He was flanked by two giant security guards. Jay got all excited and said so loud, Oh yeah, foshes, foshes, genuine, what's up, homie? After Genuine walked away, Felicia did an impression of Jay. Oh yeah, foshes, foshes, genuine. Jay wasn't even embarrassed. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Thank you. Oh yeah. <laughs> Congratulations to the Arizona Diamondbacks. Seawall to strike away. Here he comes. Cave, a fly ball to right field over his Carroll. He's got it. And the Arizona Diamondbacks are headed to the World Series. The Diamondbacks have won the National League pennant. And the fall classic will return to the desert. Uh, They beat the Phillies last night in uh, seven games. Final score, 4-2. They will now take on the Texas Rangers in the World Series. Game one this Friday in Arlington, Texas. And I save this for the end. We lost, at least for Haney and I's generation, a Mr. Cool in the house. Richard Roundtree passed away mm-hmm. at the age of 81. How come a couple of cats from Harlem come downtown this morning looking for John Shaft? Well, they're soul brothers. They came down so I could teach them to handshake. They find you? Of course, I wasn't hiding. If you find out anything, give me a call. Huh? I'm still at the 38th precinct. Right on. Right on. Wrong that's, wrong. that's John. John Shaft. Yep. Richard Roundtree played ultra cool. Private Eye, John. John Shaft. He's a bad mother. Oh. Oh, talking about Shaft. <laughs> he uh, died yesterday uh, of pancreatic cancer. That's a bad one. Uh, he was 81. He's a bad mother. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Talking about Shaft. Yeah, mother. <laughs> Can you dig it? <laughs> yeah. See, that's another a proud moment in the Stan and Haney show history when we had Isaac Hayes on. <laughs> yep. Because he was, he was cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And at the time, he was playing a chef on South Park. Yep. And, and started singing Salty Balls. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so they go hand in hand. Richard Roundtree, uh, even Richard Roundtree uh, made it in the uh, sequel uh, or the movie version of uh, Shaft. And uh, so there, there you go. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, I have a, a special word. Uh, to say on behalf of the Stan and Haney Show uh, to our Latin listeners. I have uh, prepared a special statement Oh, uh, that I will read in your tongue. Huh? <laughs> what? Yes. I've, pre- I've prepared I, it. I don't and, know. Yes. No. Uh, I have to. I. Uh, and you'll, be, you'll be proud of me. 
And then we'll have the uh, local beat. Have I got a a doozy for you with sound? A local beat. Mm. And we'll have Roger's uh, Entertainment Corner. We have a special guest coming. I look. I have a special message for our uh, Latino listeners. Stan and Haney. Sure, I'm sure. Ninety six. K Rock. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Award-winning movies often have incredible soundtracks, and many of those have gone on to become country gold. We've picked our top five country songs that have been nominated for an Oscar. Text OSCAR to 45911 to see if your favorite made the list on BackstageCountry.com. Text OSCAR to 45911, and we'll send the link straight to your phone. The radio miracle so powerful it can strip paint. It's so gentle it's been approved by the FDA for use in baby food. Stan and Haney on 96K Rock. Hey everybody, Stan and Haney. Wednesday, am I right? Wednesday edition? Yeah. Yeah, I had to think about it. Wednesday edition of the Stan and Haney Show. Glad to have you along. We're going to do the uh, local beat here in just a second. Raj's uh, Entertainment Corner. I have a special a special message for our are, Latino. I, uh, are you sure? I am sure. Uh, but before we do anything like that, it, a few years back, we we met this. He was this little kid. He <laughs> you know he came up to us and wanted to to meet us and said he was a big fan of the show and he would call in from time to time. Yeah. As, in those days, his mom or dad would have to dial the phone for him because hey. he was so small. And now uh, our buddy Tyson uh, just walked into the studio. Uh, he's a, a JV football guy now. He's big, mm-hmm. he's strong, and can uh, kick both of our asses. Yep. Uh, first time in the studio, Tyson, how do you like it? Nothing much to brag about, is it? No, it's pretty cool, though. Oh, okay. All right. Did you have school today? Yeah, it was a half day. Oh, hold on a second. Junior. Because he goes to 13th grade. Was it a half day for you guys today? No, not for me. What are you talking about? He goes to an advanced school. He goes to an advanced school. Are you you in a Collier or Lee? I'm in Lee County. Lee County. So he goes to an advanced school. You're just in basic. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh. It's the the letter, you know? Yeah. What was what did you guys have for lunch today? Oh, uh, we had corn dogs. You had you too, didn't you? <laughs> no, we had corn casserole. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is great that you came by. You can hang out as uh, long as you want. All right. It, you know it. Well, as long as your mom can tolerate it. You know. Yeah. She, you know what? She's a saint of a woman because yes. you know she, she knows that you like this show and wants to ha- have you hang out with us. But she can only tolerate so much of it, all right? Yeah. And then she's going to give you the look and say, we got to go now. And then they're going to say, but mom, I want to stay for a little while. And she's going, no, we've got to go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but as long as she lets you hang out, you can hang out, all right? All right. And if you got anything to add, you can be like the third person on the show right now. If you want to add something to it, because see that guy right there? Yep. He don't add anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as I said... Uh, before we do uh, anything else, <clears throat> we have a large Hispanic community that uh-huh. I've been told like to listen to this show. Now, I, I, I know that there are some that don't 
understand it because they're not bilingual. Nor am I bilingual by trade, but I went and I said to myself, you know what? Like Tyson, I'm going to study hard in school and I'm going to learn a second language. What? And I learned Spanish. I I, I don't like using it, you know, uh, all, all the time. Okay. But I, I, lear- I learned that communication is the bridge, bridging the gap. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so, ladies okay. and gentlemen, uh, those of our Latin listeners, I have a special, a special message for you guys. <clears throat> Hola, nuestros amigos latinos. En nombre del show de Stanley Haney. Me gustaría agradecerles personalmente por escuchar. Significa mucho para nosotros. Sé que para algunos de ustedes puede haber una barrera del idioma, pero como siempre hemos dicho en el programa, con amor y humor no hay barreras. Esperamos que nuestro programa le resulte entretenido incluso si no comprende todas las palabras. Recuerde que a veces ni siquiera entendemos lo que decimos. Así que gracias de nuevo y sigamos con el espectáculo. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> wow. So that was all for our, our Latin Latin friends. For you English speaking people, I just basically told them that uh we're glad that they're they're listening and that uh we know that there's a language wow, barrier. Yeah. But when you talk about humor and love, there is no barrier. <laughs> How did you get that accent down so good? Uh, again, I I am not bilingual. I said, you know what? I'm going to learn. <laughs> oh, I did. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> let's uh, let's do the local beat. Uh, this. Where did I get this story from? Oh, I know where I got it from. Uh, Fox 35 in Orlando. Now, see, I don't know that. Tyson's mom wants him sitting in here when I do a story like this, although Tyson won't object to me doing a story like okay. this. Okay. Because he, he'll be interested in it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, because I'm about ready to describe a, a, a full idiot, and I have sound. Uh-oh. I, I, got, a, I, got, a, I got a clip, Tyson. You can hear uh, with your own ears. I do have it edited. Uh-oh. All right. <clears throat> Raj, see if you remember if Lee County, the Fort Myers, Lehigh Acres area is number one for uh, dimwits, uh, idiots, jerks. Then we have the Port St. Lucie, Stewart area at number two. Coming in at number three is... Palm Bay, right? No, 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 no. no. Although we had that... Palm Coast. Palm Coast. Yes. Palm Coast. I knew it was one of those palms. They are moving up. You know what? I'm going to make the announcement right now. Palm Coast has just taken over Stewart Port St. Lucie at number two. Don't worry, uh, Southwest Florida. You still hold the crown for <laughs> idiots. This from uh, Fox 35 in Orlando. Headline. Drunk Florida man drops his pants, yells, where's my weapon, (laughs) while exposing himself to deputies. (laughs) Sorry, Mom. (laughs) 
The news stops for no one. Okay. (laughs) A Palm Coast man was taken to jail for reportedly exposing himself to deputies, and it was all caught on body cam video. Flagler County deputies arrested 40-year-old Sean Madden on charges of exposing his sexual organs, assault on an officer, disorderly intoxication, the booze, and resisting an officer without violence following a confrontation on Sunday at a local neighborhood. Deputies were called out to the Wedgwood Lane Apartments or neighborhood in Palm Coast. Palm Coast. Sorry about this, Tyson, but full of dealers. Uh, Deputies were called out to Wedgwood Lane in Palm Coast after receiving a report of a man acting belligerent and arguing with a woman in the roadway. When they arrived, they found a shirtless man, later identified as Madden, acting in an aggressive manner, screaming and threatening to fight deputies. Oh, God. (laughs) No. I got a quote here. I got live audio here in a second. Or audio captured live. How much have you had to drink? A deputy could be heard asking him on the body cam video. His reply? Let's go. Let's go. I'm swinging (laughs) on everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Deputy then said, what's going on, bud? We can talk about it. Madden replied, Talk about what? What did I effing do? (laughs) Madden continued. I ain't brandishing S before dropping his pants down to deputies. Where's my weapon? (laughs) What? Yeah. Shortly after the man got on the ground and surrendered to deputies... He was taken to the Flagler County Jail and later released after posting $2,000 bond. Here's some of that uh, body cam uh, stuff from the deputies where uh, this Madden 40-year-old guy, shorts until he wasn't wearing shorts, shirtless, and it was like a gym short. Wasn't even like a, a Bermuda short or a zipper fly short. It was one of those elastic. You know what I'm talking about? Elastic waistband ones. Yeah. Easy drop. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. Here's some of the audio from it. What address? Give me the address. Four, four, four cop cars. Come on. How much you had to drink? Let's because go. Let's go. So I'm swinging right. on everybody. Where's my weapon? Where's my oh, weapon? We Where's my weapon? Right on. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. Right on. You know, cops wait for days like that. <laughs> so there, there there, you go. That's that's the local beat. Once again, Palm Coast, I'm proud to announce, now number two in the state of Florida for yeah. idiots. Mm-hmm. Idiots, jerks, boneheads. You name it. 
If you want to see what he looks like, there he is. Oh, oh God! Yeah, what do, what do you think, Tyson? Your your first thoughts? Not not really what I expected. <laughs> I'm swinging on everybody. <laughs> <laughs> looks like an angry elf. He, 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 his he ears knows. make him look a little elfin, doesn't it? He's yeah. got little pointy ears. Probably gets a job during the holidays. I ain't British nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like the same guy that was defending Keefy. Yeah. <laughs> you free, but don't Keefy. <laughs> <laughs> Keefy don't do nothing. <laughs> uh, every day at this time, we turn things over to our producer, Roger C. Marley Jr. the third, something like that. Uh, he really tried to uh, jump the gun earlier today, uh, insisting that we call it the Stan Haney and Rogers show. But yeah, I, um, man. I, we're not there yet. Okay, we're not there. I am so surprised. And, and, and look at Junior, all upset because he wants his name on something. <laughs> Raj, Stan, Haney, hey, Junior, Tyson. Hey, thank you. No, thank you. Thank you, Roger. Thank all yeah. of you. Yeah. Um, well, it's kind of lucky we have Tyson in the studio because this is a little something aimed maybe towards the younger crowd in our audience. How old are you now, Tyson? Thirteen. Thirteen. Teenager. All right. So, Tyson, let me ask you a couple things. Do you do you still dress up for Halloween? Uh, I did. Yeah, all right. Hold it. I'm glad you brought it up. Mm-hmm. Admit it. You you do. It's okay. I, I want to. You, right. you want to. You're at at an age right now where you still think you should be able to go out and dress up and stuff, but you part of you says, I'm a little bit too old for that, right? Free candy's free candy. That's <laughs> of course. Now, did you go trick-or-treating last year? No, I couldn't because of the cause of, um, car crash. Oh, that, oh, that's right. It was that time, wasn't it? Yeah. And did you go the time before that? Yeah. So this is going to be technically... Without other interference, technically, uh, the first time you're not going to go out trick or treating, or are you? I want to. I, don't, I just don't know what I'm going to do, where I'm going to go. I don't know. You got about friends yet. your age that would uh, like to go trick or treating? I haven't talked to them about it. But in the back of your head, it's like I want candy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's, at, it's a tough age. I say. Sorry. I'm looking over at his mom. I'm, you go at the latest possible time on a, a on a school night that your mom will let you out. Like if bedtime is nine, ten, go out uh, like the last half hour before then with just a, a pillowcase and some chalk on your on your face and go and, and the, the, people just uh, give you candy to get to get away from you. <laughs> and then you get candy and you say that's it last time and uh, you have a, a pillowcase full of candy. So Tyson, what was the last costume that you wore when you went trick or treating? Do you remember? Yeah, I was Chuck Norris. Oh, right that's a good one. All right, so here's my next question, Tyson. If say you were going to a Halloween party, or you were going out trick or treating, or you were going out to a school function, how would you feel if you showed up and someone had the same costume as you? I think it's funny. I'd take a picture with them. Oh, cool. <laughs> That's that's very cool. I have a survey here about this very thing, and you know what? What, Tyson? You kind of go with the uh, the biggest number of people in your age group. Twenty five percent said they just make a joke about it and be cool yeah. about it, yeah. take pictures and whatnot. 
But uh, just under that, 22% said they would be legitimately upset, especially if the other person's costume was better. Did they divide that up between guys and gals? No, it was a just... A guy wouldn't care. He would think it was funny. Take a picture. A girl would be mortified. That's yeah. true. So that's probably where we're getting a lot of those numbers. They just pulled uh, <laughs> yeah. 2,000 millennials and Gen Zers about this. Um, twelve percent would take it as a compliment. Uh, Isn't kinda that got what that you vibe. are, a Gen Zer? Are you a Gen Zer? I don't know. I think so. Maybe, maybe it's not too young for millennial. I think. Oh, millennials moved on. Yeah. You're looking at. You're sitting next to a millennial. Hi. Ten percent of those millennials and Gen Zers would be secretly embarrassed about the uh, costume double up there. And uh, I have also some very, this is kind of surprising news about trick-or-treat or friendliness and what cities are the friendliest for trick-or-treaters. Um, they, a study looked at the largest American cities and ranked them on trick-or-treat or friendliness. They considered uh, up to seven factors, including population density, walk score, crime rate, perception of safety, vehicle accidents involving pedestrians, all this stuff. And they found that the number one greatest, best city to trick-or-treat in in the United States is... What? New York City. What? Oh, baloney. No. Yeah. You know what? Uh-uh. Go trick-or-treating up in the Bronx. Uh, <laughs> a, a white guy, white chubby guy like you. See what happens. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm thinking that it made it just because of the walkability factor and the niceness and, and things like that around. Uh, you know what? I'm going to tell you this right now, and I've seen this from the time my daughter was small. Uh, when Haney and I were growing up, it wasn't invented yet. The gated community, uh, but yeah. you go to some of these uh, gated communities, and they got their golf carts going, <laughs> and they've got the kids hitting about 50, 60, 70 houses, and they're making, they're bringing home uh, buckets and buckets of candy. Uh, I think that for kids, that's a, a, a playland. Oh yeah. Yeah. Me? I'm going to go up and down to some kind of walk-up tenement in, in uh, Queens? No. Mm. <laughs> yeah. What, do you you agree? Uh, I went to the gay community once, and they were handing out full-size candy bars. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, I got people. so mad at my wife last year because she handed out full-size. Oh. And I mean full-size, and some kid goes and takes three of them, and I'm like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> and she's going, oh, come on. <laughs> You know, what am I, made of money? (laughs) What's up with that kid taking three, though? So I got it back this year, though. I made my uh, wife make popcorn balls. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, parents love those uh, homemade treats. Especially with a lot of unpopped kernels. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, More surprising results from this trick-or-treater friendliness. Uh, Number one, New York City. Number two. Jersey City, New Jersey. Oh, please. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who's t- t- they're surveying. You know where it is? Southern hospitality. Number yeah. three. Going out of some southern towns like Palm Coast. <laughs> <laughs> number three was Boston, believe it or not. Uh, well, it's, this is a lie. One, All of this is a lie. One Florida city made the top five. Palm Coast. Well, I don't know if it's better or worse, but it's Hialeah. Number five. Hi, do you know the number how five friendliest trick or treating city in this? Do city. you know how dangerous Hialeah is? No, I've heard. I haven't experienced it. I don't even know where that is. That's uh, in near Miami. Oh, and not uh, the nice part. It is a rough part. Uh, 
Here's how I know about Hialeah. Uh, Hialeah Park was down there, the racetrack. Yeah. They closed it down for a decade because it was too dangerous for anybody to go there. And then they finally got a, a casino license, and they opened up a casino, and they had to start racing quarter horses there, and so people started coming back to it. But just outside those gates, it's dangerous. And you're telling me that's, oh, go ahead, kids, trick-or-treat down in Hialeah. <laughs> it's, it's the fifth uh, best place for trick-or-treating in the country, so they say. <sighs> no. You've got a good neighborhood uh, for uh, trick-or-treating in? Yeah. So you, you do pretty all good? Right. Yeah? Just all right. Now. In your history of trick-or-treating, have you ever gone out of your community to go to another community and go trick-or-treating there, too, and double up? Uh, m- most of the time, I just go to the gay communities, like you said. Best place to go. Gated community, not gay. <laughs> That's what I thought he said. <laughs> G- gated. Yeah, you got to really pronounce that gated. But, uh, yeah. it's, it's, you go in the, there, They like you said, they give out the full-size candy bars, and they got the golf carts going around. They Even they go and set up. I'm going to tell you this, and I'm not happy about it. We have a neighbor that is tied in with some kind yeah. of place. They they went and they have their, uh, 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 for the grown-ups, the uh, bar that goes oh, around and God. parks and they make drinks and everything. Oh, man. This is supposed to be for the kids, yes, not absolutely. for the adults. I want to, after 8 o'clock, everybody go home. <laughs> 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 sorry. Sorry about that. Um, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to give you a chance to win. We're going to play uh, a game that we uh, have only played a couple of times uh, recently. Uh, it's what came first? I'm going to give you two things. Mm. Best three out of five. You tell me what came first. You get three out of five. Uh, you're going to be a winner. I'll go over the prizes when we come back. We're Stan and Haney and Tyson. Hello. 96 K-Rock. <laughs> With the 11th pick in the NFL draft, the Miami Dolphins select. Stan and Haney on 96 K-Rock. Hey, gang. Stan and Haney here, along with our uh, buddy Tyson. Hello. He's hanging out with us this afternoon. And uh, how's it feel uh, sitting behind the mic doing this? Feels great. You know, okay, let me give you a little something, tell you something. As Haney and I have explained, you're you're a good kid. You are uh, in eighth grade. You are a good student. You are an exceptional athlete, a captain on your JV football team. Uh, you have the whole your whole life ahead of you. If I could, if this is fun to just hang out and hang out with your buddies and pals and all. That's one thing. Do not, and I'll repeat this, mm-hmm. do not make this a career. Yes. Don't go and say in class, well, what do you want to be when uh, you get out of uh, high school and college, Tyson? <laughs> oh, I want to be a radio guy. Oh, no, no, I, no. I, I, I'll hunt you down and stop <laughs> you. Don't ever do it. You don't need that. You're much too smart. Agreed? Yeah. All right. Uh, we're going to give you a, a chance to win right now as we're going to play another edition of Stan's What Came First? Let me get my cards over here. Best three out of five. I'm going to give you uh, two things. You tell me which one came first. If it is a person, it'll be who was born first. 
If you get three out of five, you'll have your choice of the following prizes. Winner's choice. We have $50 to the Pewter Mug. US 41 North Naples. We have tickets to the Redneck Mud Park's 15th anniversary and Trucks Gone Wild Fall Classic. Got tickets for that. We have a gift card to Firehouse Subs for Lee County locations, Fort Myers, Cape Coral. And I'm telling you, one of the best things you can go to is going to be happening November 4th and 5th at the Punta Gorda Airport, the Florida International Air Show. It is so much fun to go to that. Watching them uh, flying around, doing their tricks and stunts. There's vintage planes. There's military planes. They got them on the ground. You can go and tour some of them. It's an absolutely uh, great thing to do. Those are the prizes. I will now release the phones. One time I went to Naples when I got on like one of the World War II bombers. It's pretty cool, oh, isn't yeah. it? I'm oh, yeah. telling you, it's a great thing. Four nine five nine six nine six. Best three out of five. Ahoy, who's this? Al. Al, you can't win. You live in Georgia. Really? <laughs> you, you idiot! You idiot! <laughs> <laughs> and he he here's he's in Georgia too. You know what he does? He doesn't do nothing. He lives in that uh, old log cabin of his down by the river, <laughs> and, and uh, he sits there with his phone holding the last number and then lets it go so he can be the first one to call. Yeah. I don't appreciate it, Al. Come and on, you Al. and you live in Georgia. Yeah, that's right. Dan Al, <laughs> Al the barber. Whose head are you going to cut in the woods in Georgia? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Ahoy. Hey, Stan. Ahoy, my friend. Hey, who's this? Hey, it's Brian. How you doing, buddy? Good, Brian. You want to play? Yeah, let's try this. All right. Best three out of five, Brian. All right. Let me get your name down here, Brian. Let's, let's, let's begin. You tell me what came first. Best three out of five. The Statue of Liberty or the Eiffel Tower? Which one came first? Uh, um, Statue of Liberty, the Eiffel Tower. Uh, probably wrong, but Eiffel Tower. So you say the Eiffel Tower? I'm sorry, yeah. that is incorrect. That is, that is incorrect. Uh, it's the Statue of Liberty. Uh, the statue was a gift from the people of France to the people of the United States. It was donated in 1886, Eiffel Tower, 1889. That's one wrong. I would have guessed Eiffel Tower, too. Are you? Let me ask you something. Are you playing this game? <laughs> no. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. So, sorry about that, Bri. Uh, Tyson, uh, right. Tyson's getting eager because he likes this game, too. Yeah, I dig it, too. Right on. Uh, you, <laughs> you ready now? Here's number two. Hair yes, straightener or blow dryer? Which one came first? The hair straightener or the blow dryer? I'm going to say the hair straightener. All right. Well, uh, you know what? 
What do you think? <laughs> Brian says hair straightener. I say blow dryer because when I well, you're wrong, say- wrong. Hair straightener, <laughs> hair straightener. No, Brian's right. He's Brian's right. Tyson's wrong. Hair straightener. Erica Feldman had the idea in 1872 to use heated metal rods to iron the hair. Blow dryers didn't come around until it was used in a French salon in 1890. So there you yeah, go. One, one right. I'm there doing at the blacksmith shop. One right, one wrong. <laughs> Which one came first, Brian? You hear that, Tyson? I said Brian over there. I said Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Which one came? <laughs> Which one came first, Brian? Wheelie suitcases. You know, suitcases with wheels on them to make it easy to go through the airport. Wheelie suitcases or business class tickets on an airplane? Wheelie suitcases or business class? Uh, I'd say the wheelie suitcase. Uh, You are absolutely correct. It is the wheelie suitcase. Uh, It was first used. Oh, Macy's sold it in 1970. That was the first time. Business class didn't come on uh, airlines until 1979. Would you have gotten that? Probably not. No. (laughs) All right. One more and you're a winner, Brian. All right. Which came first? The Oscars or the Nobel Prize? Which came first? The Oscars or the Nobel Prize? Uh, I'm going to say the Oscars. you agree with him on that one? No comment. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, Brian, you said the Oscars. No, yeah. that's wrong. <laughs> it's the Nobel <laughs> Prize. Uh, the first medals were awarded in 1901. The Oscars uh, weren't handed out first until 1929. All right. You have two wrong. You have two, two right, Brian. Now... In order to play this game fairly, if you get the next one right, I'm going to send you over to Roger. You're going to pick out a prize, and everybody's happy. If you guess incorrectly, I'm going to say thank you for playing, and then we're going to go to another caller to play the game, okay? I got you. All right. As long as we're uh, no nobody gets all bent out of shape, no heart feelings. No, no heart feelings. All right. All right. Here we go, Brian. What came first? Evil Knievel or Yellow School Buses? Well, he jumped over a few of those, didn't he, in his day? But what came first? Was Evil Knievel born first or were Yellow School Buses first? Uh, I was going to go with the gut. Say, uh, Evil Knievel's older than a Yellow School Bus. All right, so you say Evil Knievel. Uh, Tyson, you know who Evil Knievel is, don't you? Yeah, the guy who jumped over stuff on his motorcycle. Yeah, man. Yeah. All right, so you say, Brian, you say Evil Knievel. Yeah, why not? You are absolutely correct. You're a winner. Uh, Evil Knievel, born uh, in 1938. The first yellow school bus, 1939. So you're you're a winner. Nice job on that. Nice job. What would you like? Uh, I'm not sure. I'll get with Rod. No, 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 no. We're not. No, no. Yeah. I need to know. I need to keep track because he starts getting on the phone with you, and then you start going through a bunch long conversation about what you want. 
I've got Pewter Mug. I've got Redneck Mud Park. I've got Firehouse Subs. I got the Florida International Air Show. Let's, uh, what was that, just two air show tickets? <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. pretty expensive tickets. Okay. okay, let's go Firehouse Subs. All right, hold on. Now, he went from a, a prize that was close to $100 mm-hmm. to about a third of that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but that's all right. You can always, if if there's a third person, you buy one ticket and you got two other tickets and you get in. Mm-hmm. That's common math, like in your homework tonight, right? Yeah. <laughs> Let's find another uh, player. <laughs> oh, hi, who's this? Robinson. Who? Egg. I can't understand you. You say egg? Uh, egghead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi, who's this? TJ. TJ, you want to play? Sure. All right, TJ. Uh, best three out of five. You just tell me what came first. All right. And then and then I'll tell you what, Tyson. After TJ plays, I'll let you play a game you can win a prize to. All right. All right, All right TJ. Here we go. What came first? The polygraph lie detector or Pinocchio the movie? Because when he lies, his nose grows. What came uh, gonna... first, the polygraph or the movie Pinocchio? I think the polygraph. You are right. The polygraph it did come first. The uh, polygraph was invented by a California student in 1921. Pinocchio didn't come out until 1940. All right, that's that's one right. That's what we want. Yes, sir. All right, TJ, here we go. What came first? Electric television or 3D glasses? What came first? Electric television or 3D glasses? Uh, I'm going to go with the 3D glasses. You are right again. You are absolutely right on the 3D glasses. Uh, the believe, uh, believe it or not, the first 3D screening was The Power of Love in the Ambassador Hotel in 1922. The electric television was invented in 1927 by Farnsworth. So that's too right. You you might be getting a sweep here. I hope so. Don't worry. You got got some to give. Right. All right. Let me do this one. What came first? Red Bull or Nespresso? You got a coffee drink and a pep drink. uh, Red Bull or Nespresso? Which one came first? I think I'm going to go with the Nespresso. Sorry, Red Bull. Red Uh. Bull came first. I thought you were going to get a sweep, but it's uh, Red Bull. Uh, Red Bull uh, launched in uh, 1984. Nespresso, 1986. Mm. That's all right. You still got something to give here. This is interesting, and I didn't think, had no idea I'd be thinking about this. What came first, the dodo bird's extinction or Shakespeare's death? What came first, the dodo bird's extinction or Shakespeare's death? Hmm, I'm going to guess the Shakespeare's death. You... TJ are a winner. You better believe awesome. we got three right. Nice job. Uh, let's see. Pardon. Uh, <laughs> Shakespeare died in 1616. 
uh, the Dodo Bird checked out in 1662. Nice job. What would you like? Uh, the Redneck Mud Park ticket. Done. Hold on. I'm sending you oh. over to Raj. Hold Thank on. Thank you. There we go. All right. You want to play? Yeah. Why All right. Not? All right. Get right up on that microphone and don't look over my shoulder. Don't try to spy on me. Don't play any kind of games. Come on. You know, you were, you were ready to ruin it for uh, uh, Brian there as you're blurting out answers. Now it's on you now. All right. You ready? Yep. All right. I don't know that you would even know that. Let's move it. Ah, right, here we go. Good one. Best best three out of five. Okay. What came first, Tyson? The harmonica or the revolver gun? The harmonica or the revolver gun? I'm going to say revolver. The harmonica. The mm. harmonica. That's one wrong. That's one wrong. Uh, the harmonica was invented by a 16-year-old. Christian Bushman in 1821. Revolver didn't come around until 1835. It's all right. You still got uh, time here. What came first? The British, or I'm sorry, the Japanese yen or the U.S. dollar? What came first? The Japanese yen or the American dollar? Yen. Hmm. The American dollar. Mm. 1792, 1871 for the yen. Okay. You, you, you realize what the score is right now, uh, Tyson? Yeah. Two wrong. Mm-hmm. It means you got to get three in a row. It's harder than I thought. Uh, yeah, yeah, it can be hard, isn't it? Yeah. Depends on what you get. Here we go. What came first? The Koran or the Bible? What came first, the Koran or the Bible? I feel like it's a trick question. It is not. There's one. Bible? You are correct. Yep. It is the Bible. Yep. Uh, began in 4000 BC and uh, went until uh, 96 AD. The Koran finished in 632 AD. You are correct on that. You got one right. One right, two wrong. Still, you're, you're facing elimination. You're facing elimination. Who came first? Notorious B.I.G. or Tupac? Notorious B.I.G. or Tupac? Who came first? Tupac. Tupac! Tupac! (laughs) You are correct. Let's see what their birth dates were. Uh, Tupac, uh, 1971. Uh, Notorious B.I.G. 1972. All right. It's going to decide it. You get it correct, you get a prize. You get it wrong, you're still getting it. (laughs) I don't know, Mom. You think I should hold him to it? If he gets it right, he gets a prize. If not, he doesn't get anything. You know about winning and losing being on a football team, don't you? Yeah, although we only lost one game. Okay, but you know how it feels. (laughs) Okay, here we go. What came first? The Roman Empire or the Vikings? The Roman Empire or the Vikings? Which one came first? I'm going to say the Roman Empire. What's it say? I didn't even read it. I know you didn't. Roman Empire, winner, three in a row. I did it. Nice job. (laughs) 
<laughs> Boy, somebody was excited for you. <laughs> I was wondering where that went. Yeah, good, a good job pulling that one out of the out of the system. Oh. Let me hear that again. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, we're gonna do, we're gonna take a break. When we come back, your first look at traffic news headlines. Four o'clock fluffer. Your emails. We're Stan and Haney. 96 K-Rock. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Country music has so many generous artists who always seem to jump in to help those in need. We're spotlighting five who lead by example and lend a helping hand to charitable causes. See who made our list when you text GIVE to 45911. Text GIVE to 45911 and read all about it right now on BackstageCountry.com. We couldn't be more proud to work for the Beasley Media Group. And we'd like to thank them for the indoor plumbing and the microphones. Stan and Haney, 96 K-Rock. Hey, everybody. Stan and Haney. We're going to get you uh, updated on traffic here in just a second. News headlines. Four o'clock fluffer, your emails, uh, a Haney classic in about 30 minutes. We go back to the uh, a royal birth and our man overseas called us to update us on what was going on over there. Our old British friend, Roger Bannister, <laughs> he'll be joining us uh, earlier. And I'm glad uh, our intern Mallory is here. Uh, because uh, I think uh, she speaks uh, more than just English, right? You you speak Spanish, right? You can you can, no. Well, I, this is, I, earlier I made a, a, a statement to our yes. uh, Latino listeners. I is quite certain. Mm, yeah, it was mm. it was a very yes. it was a very important thing for me, and I'd like to repeat uh, for our listeners that are tuning in now uh, what I what I said earlier, and and I mean this. Uh, Ladies and yes. gentlemen, from the from the bottom of my heart. <coughs> Hola, nuestros amigos latinos. En nombre del show de Stanley Haney, me gustaría agradecerles personalmente por escuchar. Significa mucho para nosotros. Sé que para algunos de ustedes puede haber una barrera del idioma, pero como siempre hemos dicho en el programa, con amor y humor no hay barreras. Esperamos que nuestro programa le resulte entretenido incluso si no comprende todas las palabras. Recuerde que a veces ni siquiera entendemos lo que decimos. Así que gracias de nuevo y sigamos con el espectáculo. And I mean it. Yes. Okay? I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Thank you one and all. Don't ever let language be a barrier. <laughs> What? Uh, I, think I, I think I've reached out yes. and touched a whole new population today mm-hmm. of people that love the Stan and Haney show. They know that stuff is going on, and I want to let them know they're included, too. Yes. Yes. Language, as I said to our Latino friends, should not be a barrier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
You speak a little bit of Spanish, don't you? Si. Si, puedo. Claro. Let's uh, take a look at uh, tra- oh, traffic uh, for your drive home. Our first look at traffic brought to you by Firehouse Subs. Four Lee County locations, Fort Myers and Cape Coral. We'll start in Cape Coral. Got a crash. 3rd Street and 23rd Avenue in Bonita. Crash I-75 northbound at Bonita Beach Road. Down in Collier County, North Naples. Crash Panther Lane and Goodlit Frank Road North. There are injuries being reported. And in the estates, got a crash. Oil Well Road and... Tangelo Drive, and you are up to date. Coming up in less than one hour, we will have the news for you. And every day at this time, we bring you today's headlines. Kind of what's going to happen in less than an hour when we do the news for you. And headlines are brought to you by Rubenstein Law, 1-800-FL-LEGAL. Also open on weekends. Coming up in less than one hour. You know, I just dawned on me, uh, Raj. It would have made Tyson's day had Mallory just come in a break earlier. Remember when uh, we had our other girl here? He just wanted a picture with her so badly. And we did. We got him a picture. And uh, I know darn well he would have loved to have had a picture with Mallory. He took a picture with us. It would have been It would have been uh, uh, great. Tyson, come back. Mallory would love to take a picture with <laughs> I don't know. Did you ask her? No, but she said yeah. yeah. Oh, what? <laughs> what the, why are you... You know, that's one thing that I think Mallory recognizes. A man should never speak for her. (laughs) Dude, Mallory won't even take a picture with me. Well, you're a creep. (laughs) We're talking about some middle school kid. I asked her if she wanted to go camping, and I said, let pics. What? You're such a creep. You're a creep. It's embarrassing. You know what? I'm embarrassed to have that tagged to the Stan and Haney show. Yes. You know, say what you you want. We're a couple of jerks. We're a couple of idiots. We're pains in the ass. But you know what? We were respected. Yes. Uh, 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 Oh, yeah. uh, hmm. Ask ask Mallory. Her grandfather remembers when we first came (laughs) on the air. Coming up in less than an hour on the news, we will have some things for you you did not know. Told you earlier about this, but uh, Richard Roundtree passed away. Shaft, if you will. Daniel Radcliffe is producing a documentary about his Harry Potter stunt double who tragically died or was paralyzed while on the film. What? Oh, yeah. 
Junior knows more about it than I do because he's a real Harry Harry Potter fan. Harry, Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> One of those days. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Oh, you want to? You want to know what's going? Travis Kelsey. He's now selling a line of barbecue products oh, at Walmart. No. Oh yeah! Now comes the endorsements. Cash in. Do we like dogs or cats? Well, pet owners are speaking up. They will spend much more on their dog than they will a cat. Mm-hmm. In John Stamos's book, he's admitted to two plastic surgeries. Corey Taylor is letting it be known. Slipknot are only upper middle class guys. What? <laughs> only? Yeah. Half of us think we look better in person than in photos. Look, I know this for a fact, and I'll get into it more later. But there are some people that are extremely attractive, and it doesn't matter. The camera does not. Yeah. Well, he junior ain't one. (laughs) There are some women, some men. Some people like Gordhead over here uh, that <laughs> that you click a camera and they look good no matter what. Some they can be very attractive people and the camera is not their friend. <laughs> this is mainly for guys, single guys. Do you have a yellow pillow? In other words, when you take the pillowcase off. Is the pillow itself turning yellow? And the question being asked, is it disgusting or endearing? I'll I'll let you know. What about orange? Whoa. (laughs) That's time. Even Mallory goes, ew. The numbers are in for 2023. I will tell you the rattiest cities in America. The ones with the most rats. <laughs> tell you a story about a uh, drunk dad who reported his kid missing. He just forgot him at home. Ugh. These stories and much, much more coming your way in less than an hour. On the news. Uh, Laughter is important. That is why we now present to you the four o'clock fluffer. Honey, I'm home. Hi. Oh, hey, gals. Junior, say hi to the gals. Hola, senoritas. Me llamo Junior. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Foshes, foshes. Genuine. What's up, homie? (laughs) <laughs> right on. <laughs> you know, there was more than one occasion Junior's come in when he's been depressed and <laughs> realizes that maybe radio isn't for him. 
<laughs> you said to me, I don't know what else I can do. I'm thinking about maybe becoming a male stripper. <laughs> oh, uh, a dream. Now I, I express to him, and I'm going to express to everybody right now, these are the top questions you should ask yourself before becoming a male stripper. Top oh. questions you should ask yourself before becoming a male stripper. Thank you, Raj. Should I copy the thunder from down under and call myself the fatty from Cincinnati? Ah. <laughs> 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 uh. Can I keep it professional when my mom brings her bridge club to the show? (laughs) (laughs) Tough things to ask yourself before becoming a male stripper. Don't check them all off. Will body grease stain my leopard seat covers? (laughs) Is this really the best way to meet Lindsey Graham? (laughs) should i top things you should ask yourself before becoming a stripper should i shave my body hair or do chicks dig a human area rug Can I deduct baby oil as a business expense? (laughs) (laughs) Is it okay if my sexiest dance moves are the ones Carlton did on Fresh Prince of (laughs) (laughs) Bel-Air? Is sexual harassment one of the perils of the job or one of the perks? How dare you? (laughs) Am I legally allowed to pull people over if I'm wearing a badge that reads Officer Naughty? (laughs) Top things to ask yourself before becoming a male stripper. Here's the bottom line. Does anyone want to see me naked? (laughs) Hint? No. What vegetable will look most realistic if I stuff it in my pants? (laughs) I know. Am I allergic to glitter? Why didn't I listen to my parents and learn a trade? (laughs) (laughs) And finally, the top question to ask yourself, like Junior did, before becoming a male stripper. Do women actually pay for this? Because they could get any man to take his clothes off just by asking. (laughs) 30 years of blah, blah, blah. And where has that led us? Uh, Email. Ahoy at stananhaney.com. What? 
ahoy at stanandhaney.com. Okay, okay. <laughs> this is from Eric. Ahoy, guys. Junior, please brush your damn teeth. You are a disgusting pig. You say my gums are bleeding? No, really? Gee, I wonder if that is the result of not brushing your teeth. <laughs> this guy doesn't know what Jesus he's talking about. Jesus Christ on a motorbike. Yes! That's why your gums bleed, genius. Love the show. <laughs> why don't you brush your teeth? Because it makes my gums bleed. <laughs> <laughs> this guy should do his damn research. <laughs> uh, this is from Bud. Hey, Stan, I remember a while back you were talking about a favorite of yours, a 1967 Mercury Cougar. I had an opportunity to get a 67 Mercury Cougar when I first came down here because I had sold my Monte Carlo up north when I came to school down here, and my father wouldn't let me buy it. Oh. And he said, I'll find you a car, and he gave, and he put me in a big tuna boat called a Ford Elite. It, it, the engine caught on fire. Oh, God. Uh, check out Offer Up, Stan. There is a beauty right there at the in the lot in Naples. I couldn't afford it. Not now. I could then. Oh, this is from our buddy Scott. Hey, guys. I do really appreciate NBC2 uh, for doing that PSA piece uh, with you guys yesterday because it really shed light on a couple of problems that I have been having. And the first and foremost is my complete distrust in modern artificial intelligence. Hear, hear. P.S. I thought you looked just fine on TV, Stan. But I will say that when you were sporting that well-maintained beard... It was a better look. I shaved that off because Haney wanted me to. I used At that time, I used to have to pick him up from his house and bring him in, and it used to bother him that I had a growth of beard. Yes. <laughs> I'd recommend that you bring back the mustache, too, but it's way too ethnic-looking for you. It may attract the wrong kind of attention. <laughs> Simon Scott. And let's see what we got here. And you got to look this guy up. He sent the picture, but I'm sure there's more available. This is uh, from Robert. Uh, Hey, Stan and Haney. Take a look uh, at a disc jockey called Butterball. He was a DJ at WDAS in Philly. He passed away in July of 2012. He is... It could be Junior with a tube on. Look up his picture. Now, he did send me a picture, but I'm sure there's some readily available of Butterball from WDAS in Philly. Evidently, there he is. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Looks yeah. just like you. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. 
all gather around and have a giggle, huh? <laughs> when we come back, <laughs> we're going to get a call from Roger Bannister. Oh, God. Stan and Haney, 96 K-Rock. The only place in Southwest Florida where drunken idiots and law enforcement actually get along. Stan and Haney on 96 K-Rock. Hey, everybody, it's Stan and Haney. Wednesday edition of the Stan and Haney Show. Thank you so much for for joining us this afternoon. By the way, earlier today we had our buddy uh, Tyson uh, on the show. He did a phenomenal job. Tyson's uh, uh, an eighth grader that we have uh, literally watched grow up over the over the years. And he came into the studio for the first time. And if you go to our Facebook page, you can see a picture of uh, Tyson behind the mic along with us, Stan and Haney. It was taken earlier today. He's a good kid. He is a really good kid. And again, I will stress again, I'm just uh, 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 saddened that uh, Mallory uh, wasn't here to meet Tyson so he could get a picture with her. (laughs) It would have made his day. I'm going to tell you very quickly. It's a quick story. This was probably two years ago, maybe a year and a half ago. Tyson was at one of the remotes that we were at, and we had a K-Rock girl there who was uh, attractive. Uh, And he was looking over at her, and I said to him, Tyson, would you like a picture with her? She had her K-Rock outfit on. Yeah, yeah, I would. He was smitten. He was smitten, and then he took the picture. And the thing was, is he felt so cool after that was done because he had a picture of her on his phone, and then it just, the next day, you know, you're back at school, and look who I'm hanging out with. And he, right, he was, fellas. He was a right. big kid on campus. So I'm thinking, as soon as he's going out the door, in walks Mallory, and I'm like, uh, how can you miss by, like, seconds like that? It would have made his day. All right, well... We'll try again. Uh, Traffic brought to you by Firehouse Subs for Lee County locations, Fort Myers, Cape Coral. We'll start in Fort Myers. Got a crash. Kitty Hawk Drive and Stratton Road. I wonder if on Kitty Hawk Drive they got a replica of some kind of Wright Brothers plane. East Naples. Crash. 6300 block of Davis Boulevard and you are up to date I am so excited on the phone with us right now our man on the inside from London England it's our pal Roger Bannister. Hi, Roger. Yes, yes. Uh, peep, peep, and hooray. <laughs> ah, man. You know what? When I uh, knew that uh, baby Archie was uh, was born, I knew it wouldn't be long before we had you once again, our man on the inside, Roger Bannister. What's the feeling, Roger, over there in uh, England right now? Well, it's. Just a, a, a total and complete spectacle. The heavens opened and wept with joy at the arrival of our beloved Queen's eighth 
grandchild. Yep, number number eight, eight grandchildren. Yes, we have been <laughs> blessed with the earthly presence of Master Archie Harrison Mountbatten Windsor. That's his full name, and we were discussing it earlier, Roger. Uh, so seventh in line to the throne, correct? Yes, absolutely, and the name did come as a bit of a surprise, the more naive royal watcher. Yeah. Why Why Archie? Uh, well, I think it was a bit of a, a twit in the twaddle from uh, <laughs> Megan oh, really? uh, towards uh, <laughs> Prince William and his lovely wife, Kate. Uh, their son, Georgie Boy. Yeah had mentioned to a royal dog walker, he said, I'm called Archie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, I hope Well, you- <laughs> if that isn't the bitch in the bedroom, yeah. I don't know what is. Does that add to the controversy? Because I know uh, Megan and Kate uh, often didn't see eye to eye, and I guess it was the queen herself that said, hey, let's clean this up and, and be uh, friendly about this, but then come to find out the feud continues. Am I right? Well, that's a brick back to the twat house if I ever heard one. <laughs> yes. yes. And also, what about the rumors? This this came out just t- today that uh, that Megan may have had the baby two weeks ago and not just a couple of days ago. Do you know anything about that, Roger Bannister, our man on the inside? Well, that's uh, thanks to the ginger wonder himself, uh, Harry, just foaming at the mouth. Can't do anything without the teleprompter. Right. So was uh, the baby born two weeks ago? Oh, absolutely. And then they tried to say that the baby was born on Monday morning, but then someone couldn't work a fax machine Mm. or an email And uh, I don't know if you saw this or not, but they finally gave up on even announcing, sending out correspondence. And they had two of their royal uh, courtiers come out with a golden stand with a framed letter that should have been sent out by email. Right. And they just set it behind the fence knowing that the photographers, you know, the photogs, Mm -hmm. with their long lenses would be able to to get the picture. But it was handled very poorly, and everyone knows. uh, The old saying is that uh, when uh, a a young royal male uh, picks a sow, uh, she is expected to produce an heir and a spare. Exactly. And Harry... Very clearly is the spare. Now, let me, uh, let me ask you, Roger. You brought up Harry and you referred to him as a ginger. Uh, he's like, I don't know of any other gingers in the royal family. Oh, there aren't. Uh, his father was not a royal. But, uh, Prince Charles, uh, Lady Lady Diana, Princess Diana. That's Yeah, uh, she, was, she was sleeping with a riding instructor who had been in the royal household cavalry. I see. And what do they do? Just not speak of it? Oh, no, it's, 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 it's everyone knows nobody speaks. <laughs> okay, all right. And they, they, they just say a lot of things like, hip, hip, cherry-o, gotcha. carry on, 
Now, now for days, I mean, how long does it take to come up with a name like uh, Archie? Uh, for days, it was just known as Boy. The, the, well, that's the entirely toilet. true. Roger, are you smoking? No. <laughs> you're, you're not? I could have sworn not at I all. heard you strike a, a lighter. I was just lighting a ca- candle. <laughs> Okay. Which, incidentally, if you enjoy candles, I have some lovely candles commemorating the birth of this child. You do candles commemorating the birth. You can so people can get their hands on a uh, on a birth candle. Yes, I have uh, candles, pummels, knickknacks, bric-a-brac, plates for the wall, plates to eat off of, all kinds of plates. Really? Uh, commemorating the blessed event. And, and they're for uh, sale? Even, uh, yes. We've <laughs> got, uh, unlike Windsor Castle, our website is up and running. Your website? And probably the item that I am most excited about that is sure to be a collectible. It's a limited edition. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Uh, this item will only be sold as long as there is a demand. So there will only be a limited number of them available. What is it? When people stop buying them, we will stop making them. So it's a collector's item. Right. As many as necessary. What is it? It is, um, uh, it is going to be, and I've gone out on a limb here. They're calling him Master Archie. But the Queen, I'm sure she's going to dub him in HRH. So I've taken the chance and called him Prince Archie. Okay. And yes. it is what you would describe as a cuckoo clock. An Archie cuckoo clock. And Limited edition. Clock, yes. <laughs> now, when the, when the clock strikes 12, just like old Big Ben. Uh-huh. There will be chimes, and at the top, there is um, Megan and Harry at the top of the clock. Yeah. And and then when the clock strikes 12, yeah. all of a sudden, and it is just adorable, out of Megan's tummy <laughs> comes Prince Archie in all of his glory eating a banana. What are you, ta- what are you talking about? You can't do... Is this approved by the royals themselves? Do you have, a, like, authorization to do this? I'm quite sure they would think that it's lovely. What could be more adorable than an infant royal popping out of his mum's tummy that, eating that, a banana? That's ridiculous. Where, what website do we go to? Yours is up and running, you say. What, what is the website? Bannisters Canisters. .eu. Wait a second. Roger, I, I know it's uh, it's been a, a lot of years and, you've been on the show. Do. I'm on to your game, Bannister. Bannisters, were you you also, when uh, Princess Diana died, you got on the, the, the market train with that one, too. You were trying to do a tourist yes. thing by your grave site, and then you started yes. selling those uh, uh, Lady Di stuff and the Prince Dodi Fayed stuff, and now you're going and you're, you're selling cuckoo clocks, hummels, plates, eating a banana. What are, what is, yes. what are you trying to do here? And I have a lovely hummel <laughs> Jeez. of Megan. Yeah. Where 
she it's sort of I, I have to be careful for copyright purposes. It's similar to the background from the jungle book. Yeah. But it, it is Megan in the process of giving birth and it is beautifully crafted. The baby's head is just crowning. But Stop you see it. all just of the crowning. You see these cartoon jungle animals and they're all looking as she gives birth. Are you honestly trying to make money off of this? Has anybody bought anything? Put down the cigarettes. You're not lighting a damn candle. It's an aromatherapy candle. <laughs> it's an aroma that you can also purchase at BannisterCanisters.uk? Yes, and it has a beautifully laser-printed inscription mm-hmm. on a piece of paper that is taped to the candle that has the child's name and date of birth. That's that's. That's that's one that's wonderful. In yep. in beautiful royal purple and gold. I, I see. Have we gotten any word on uh, the comments from Prince Philip, the Queen's uh, husband? Uh, has well, he, has he had any reaction? Well, it's interesting that you bring this up, and this is uh, a big reason why while we're wondering because. To have the title, His Royal Highness, yes, this must be bestowed upon him by the Queen. R- really, this, really, I didn't know that. What, what is His Royal Highness? So, what is what is Archie known as now? A commoner? Yes. How is he a commoner when his father, uh, the the Ginger Prince Harry, well, is, is a prince? Well, he, he wouldn't be a commoner. Uh, he may be a duke or something like that, right? Uh, but he wouldn't have the title of prince. However, Her Majesty made sure that she bestowed the HRH onto uh, William's children. I see. Uh, particularly Charlotte and uh, Louis. Right. Uh, now, Prince George, he inherited HRH by birth. Right, cause because he's a firstborn. Yes, and in succession. So she would have to bestow upon young Archie that title. And the reason that I think that she will goes back to your question about Prince Philip. He emerged, Prince Philip did. Yeah. Prince Philip emerged from his coffin during (laughs) daylight hours to acknowledge this child specifically. And he didn't turn to dust? And it's unheard of. <laughs> unheard of. <laughs> he emerged from the coffin. He is a walking corpse. In the bowels of the castle, emerged from his coffin where it is permanent <laughs> midnight and came up to bestow his blessings upon the child. Oh, that, well, that's, in, that's important. And then what did he do? Uh, go back in the, the coffin, they throw some dirt on it and close it down? Uh, he was uh, given oxygen, uh-huh. and then, uh, yes, he was escorted back to the coffin, cackling all the way. 
Uh-huh. Now, let me ask uh, you. They say it was rather eerie once they reached the bowels of the castle. Yeah. Because he just continued this, this harsh cackle. <laughs> um, one wonders whether a spell was placed on uh-huh. the youngster. We, we can't know this. Okay. We're commoners. Let me, can, uh, can, I, can you answer a question for me? Uh, I have not gone to BannisterCanisters.uk in a long time. Can I yeah. still buy the Princess Diana and Dodie Fayette dolls? Um, are, are there I any believe, available? I believe so. If uh, if you look under today's lightning deals, yes. they might be there. That came. They a, might be there. That came uh, complete with a plush uh, car toy too, didn't it? Uh, at one point, that was a free gift. Right. Uh, what's really been moving for us later is uh, is Prince Harry's. Ginger chewing tobacco. <laughs> you can sell chewing tobacco? Yes, and it's, it's got a bit of a, a cinnamon flavor to it, <laughs> so, and so we call it ginger. And okay. it's Prince Harry's okay. uh, chewing tobacco. Okay, and that's at BannistersCanisters.uk. You're in London right now. You're in. You're over across the pond right now, aren't you? Yes, absolutely. And and lots and lots of African themed merchandise for Megan and the baby. Right, because her mother is uh African American. Her father yes. he, she doesn't talk to her father though, right? No, no, she doesn't talk to her but we we uh we have enjoyed the company here at Froghead College. Um <laughs> Of her mother has been here all week. Okay, all right. And and you know what? It it's shocking. Yes. Um, but she seems to have some semblance of manners. It's amazing, really. Okay. Thank you. You again. It t- it took centuries for you guys I to mean, break the bloodline over there because you're all interbred. <laughs> There he is, Roger Roger Bannister, uh, Bannister's Canisters, where he looks to make a buck. Roger, thank you. Oh, thank you. Remember, Bannister's Canisters you. Right. Appreciate it. This is a symbol that you'll be seeing a lot from now on. It stands for the something wonderful that happens. The richer and more satisfying life your family can enjoy through the well-planned use of Stan and Amy. And one of the best things is this. Your family, every family can afford it. 96 K-Rock. Hi, friends. Stan and Haney here. Wednesday edition. Thank you so much for joining us. It is greatly appreciated. We're going to get a quick look at traffic. All right, I got to, what's, what what's going, all during the last set of songs and everything, what's going on over there between uh, you, Raj, and Mal? What's what's happening over there? Well. What's going on? I'm know, seeing pictures. Oh, that's the one. That's the picture. That's the picture. All that right. looks like me. Yeah, with a wig. Just the, yeah, with the There wig. was an emailer that uh, went in and t- t- said, what, what was his, this guy's name? Butterball. Uh, Butterball. Butterball. Yeah, Butterball. And then Not eventually. the boxer, the district. Right. Well, eventually, well, that was Butterbean. Oh, yeah. Thank yeah. you. And, and then after a while, he was just called not Butterball, just Butter. Uh, and he was a, uh, a disc jockey in uh, Chicago? Philadelphia. Philadelphia. 
And longtime guy, he passed away like in 2012, but somebody must have listened to him when uh, he was on the air and sent us the picture and said it looks just like uh, Gord Headed Jr. with a wig on. <laughs> cool. Yeah, that's quite a wig, too. That'd be mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. What are you talking about? The guy was a legend. <laughs> yeah, cool. <laughs> I mean, I just, I always thought he looked like, you know, maybe like a Brad Pitt or something with glasses. Oh, no. Let me add, oh, like I got Edward Norton, totally maybe. off base here for a quick second. You uh, were wishing your sister a happy birthday online. Yes. Uh, was yes. that a picture of you with her? It was. You would never in a million years know that that was a picture of a young junior, you know, taken with his uh, sister when they were kids. Is it on Facebook? I don't yeah, know right if, if uh, the taste of food... Or uh, the uh, crossover of puberty or something did something horrific to your body. I have a thyroid condition, you bitch. <laughs> thyroid. That's what they all say. That's when what they the can't, doctor said. When they can't control their weight. God damn it. <laughs> your head from the time when you were a little kid. You're a cute kid. It's tripled in size. Uh, Look at that button nose. Look at that. Yeah, well, you were a good-looking kid. And then uh, when you were a teenager, you were still skinny, but your head became all bulbous. No. And then you, and then no. this. Take a, t- take a picture of that with uh, a side-by-side. The picture that you put the other day of him next to Haney and that uh, childhood picture, you'd never know it was the same person. <laughs> I do not give you permission. What happened? Was he in a car wreck? Traffic. It's a thyroid condition. <laughs> Brought to you by Firehouse Subs. Four <laughs> Lee County locations, Fort Myers and Cape Coral. <laughs> oh, that. All right, let's see. Uh, traffic. We will start in Lehigh Acres. Oh, both of these are in Lehigh Acres. Got a crash. Lee Boulevard and Williams Road. And a crash, Joel Boulevard. And 8th Street. And you are up to date. We'll have one more traffic update for you in about 30 minutes. News is brought to you by Jason and Todd at the Diamond District. And it starts right now. Good afternoon. This is the news for today, Wednesday. Yeah, you got that picture of Butterball. Yeah, climbing around over there. We're not ready. There we go. 25th. Double M, double X, triple I. Sorry. We must concentrate. We must concentrate. Distractions. I know. That's what it is. searching junior pictures from back in the day. Here are some... Here are some things you did not know. Is there a word for the opposite of deja vu? There is. Jamais vu. J-A-M-A-I-S. Jamais vu. It's the experience of feeling unfamiliar with something that is actually very familiar to you. The largest country in Europe is uh, France. Ukraine. Oh, I knew it. 
It's about 22,000 square miles. It's bigger than France. Right on. I'm going to look further into this one. It is legal to own a flamethrower in 48 states. Oh. The only states where you can't, California and Maryland. They have regulations, and only Maryland has banned them. Democrats. So you can, you can, yeah, you can own a flamethrower. Like the idea. What do people in Maryland do on the 4th of July? Yeah, no fun there. (laughs) No, a flamethrower was a common on uh, 4th of July. Crayola crayons have been owned by Hallmark since 1984. If uh, you have a little kid and you're planning a vacation, the Crayola factory in Easton, Pennsylvania. Every kid's dream. (laughs) But it smells horrible. Smells like crayons. What's wrong with that? It smells horrible. To you. Yeah, I have bad memories with crayons. Because you ate them. The village people (laughs) didn't come up with the YMCA arm movements. People do during the song. The audience started doing it when they performed on American Bandstand in 1979. So they said, what the hell? They incorporated it into their act. Good job by the audience coming up with that. Told you that uh, Richard Roundtree passed away. Mr. Cool in the house. The star of the original Shaft. Lost his battle with pancreatic cancer. He was 81. We told you about this a little earlier in her new book. Britney Spears says Justin Timberlake tried just a little too hard to fit in with the black artists. <laughs> What's up, my man? A little over the top. Oh, yeah. Foshes, foshes. Genuine. What's up, homie? Yep. <laughs> That museum in Paris says they're going to fix that uh, rock wax figure. The rock was up there, but they complained because he looked too white. So they're going to darken his features. Yeah, he kind of looks like Vin Diesel. And they hate each other. Yeah. <laughs> That's the funny part. <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe is producing a documentary about his Harry Potter stunt double who was paralyzed in an accident on the second to last movie big story when that happened and laurie strode's house from the original halloween just sold 1.7 million dollars who would want to live there well it's a classic well but you have tourists outside where is it located i don't know Hmm. i i have two people uh, three people who have computers in front of them as I'm doing this, my crack staff. Oh, we, we just saw you. You know, I didn't know if you had it there. I, I don't know. No, I don't. I appreciate your concern about it, Raj. I looked over at Junior and it just in his eyes like the cartoon. No sale right in the eyes. <laughs> Looks like the Wilson sisters have put their differences aside because Hart has announced a special New Year's Eve show in Seattle. Ooh. They'll be joined by Jason Bonham's band. Oh, cool. 
South Pasadena, California. Thank you. The Arizona Diamondbacks beat the Philadelphia Phillies last night to advance to the World Series. They'll take on the Texas Rangers beginning Friday night. You knew this was coming. This is all a big, big act. Travis Kelsey's now selling a line of barbecue products. You can find it at Walmart. I didn't think it was rigged at first, but I think this whole thing is just a plan. All of Tom Cruise's marriages were rigged. They well, had agreements. That's Scientology. They had an uh, agreement. Five years, it's over. Business transaction. Correct. Mm. New research shows that pet owners are willing to spend more, much more, on their dogs than they are on their cats. <laughs> In a campaign called Beauty for the number, in a campaign called Beauty for Israel, some New York cosmetic doctors are offering treatments, including Botox and boob jobs, to raise money for the people of Israel. Any way you can. Any way you can. Hey, sure. AstraZeneca is asking the FDA to let adults give themselves the annual flu shot vaccine. It would be in a single-use nasal syringe. Nasal syringe? Yeah. Do you get poked? You snort it. Snort it. Like an Afrin? (sighs) Yeah, kind (laughs) of like that, kind of. Okay. Just asking. You crush it up. Make lines out of it. You see, oh, you, you go okay, and you yeah. make you, you make leaps. Like, do you remember the time where uh, you finally got to use the thermometer in your mouth so that your mom didn't have to do it the other way to you? I still do it the other way. <laughs> Look it up. That's the most accurate reading. It is. Yeah, it's true. The other way. It is I true. Have heard that? Yes. Every day I check. <laughs> Brittany's not the only one to have a book out. John Stamos has got his book out. His book is called If You Would Have Told Me. But here's uh, one of the scoops in the book. He's had a couple of cosmetic procedures done. He admits to two of them, a nose job and then another nose job. Soon after he joined General Hospital in 1982, John decided to get his nose done during a break in filming. He says, quote, everyone who gets a nose job tries to find some excuse other than vanity. But let's call it what it was, vanity. But he wasn't happy with the result. He said it left his nose, quote, kind of pushed up like Peter Pan or something. So during the next hiatus, he got it redone. This time he used Michael Jackson's plastic surgeon. Oh. (laughs) He says, quote, who better to handle the delicate task of re-sculpting my nose than the man who created a whole new face for MJ? Uh This all happened within John's first year on the show. That Michael Jackson nose, though, is pretty sensitive. Here's the deal with Michael Jackson. He kept going back for more, and pretty soon so much was scraped away, there was nothing. And it would just fall off. He was addicted to that knife. Yeah. He wanted to look like Diana Ross. Who doesn't? Well, in her day. (laughs) 
<laughs> we'll have more news in a moment. In other news. Some people complain that they never look good in photos, despite using several techniques like angling the camera down, tilting their head, the knee pop, and of course, the duck face. In a new poll, 49% of Americans say they look better in person than in photos. 13% say the opposite, that they look better in the photos. It is unique from person to person, there are people, and I know it firsthand, that are beautiful. And you take a picture of them, and it's horrific. <laughs> it is like I i had a crush on a girl in high school. Well, it was from elementary school all the way through high school. I mean, I dated other people, but deep down in st- inside, Stan wanted this girl. But I never could have the guts. I didn't. I had a crush on her from, like, middle school. I know she, the feeling. She was beautiful. Mm-hmm. But every picture of her that was put in the school newspaper, in the yearbook, or some activity that made the paper, she looked like a clown. It was horrific. Yeah, you try to show your friends from other schools the girl you like, and, and, it, like, and what's and wrong with just you? just never, she just could not take a picture. And then other people, you know, you look at them, that's a pig. They take a great photograph. <laughs> See, I'm that unique case where I just look bad altogether. <laughs> yes, I agree with that. Yeah. I would describe it ape-like. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm going to tell myself that in the mirror tonight. Oh, man. I tease, right. I tease uh, my wife that neither one of us like getting our pictures taken together because neither one of us look right in the pictures. She's a lovely woman. She's lovely. Yeah, compared to you, definitely. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But we take a picture together, and it it just, my God. <laughs> she looks ten times better in person than she does in a, in a photograph. And uh, both she and I know it. It's like, hey, would you like, you know, if you were on a cruise or something, you're on a, at a party, can we take a picture of you guys? Uh, we'll pass. <laughs> Thank you, no. <laughs> And, of course, people will always ask, oh, you brought your daughter on the cruise, huh? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 21, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Margarita's on me. That's nice, sweetheart. You, you're taking your dad out for dinner, huh? <laughs> oh. 23% of people say there's no difference, and 15% aren't sure whether they look better uh, in a picture or not. More people, uh, women are more likely to say they look better in person, while men were more likely to say it makes no difference. Okay. This one, I I saw a few raised eyebrows with Junior and Raj when I read this headline. Do you have a yellow pillow? I have four. (laughs) (laughs) Let's take this and and go at it gently. Guys, do you have a yellow pillow? When you take off your pillowcase, is the actual pillow stained with shades of yellow? (laughs) 
There's an ongoing debate about yellow pillows on social media, and the response really runs the gamut. Some people consider yellow pillows gross, but some people find them endearing. It started when a guy said, my girlfriend is mad at me because I revealed to her my yellow pillow. (laughs) Fellas, I'm sure you all know that this thing is magic. Another guy said, part of being a man is using the same yellow pillow since the age of 10 and never washing it. Others say, I got rid of my yellow pillow maybe a year ago, and I haven't rested comfortably since. (laughs) (laughs) And it's a sign of a well-loved pillow, seasoned like a cast iron pan. There we go. Some are sharing those photos online. Thank you, no. Why am I picturing Mike Lindell? Like, my yellow Uh, pillow. (laughs) Plenty of other people, including the significant others of yellow pillow owners, say the pillows are disgusting. A yellowing pillow is a mild buildup of moisture from sweat, oil, lotions, and drool. Even going to bed with wet hair can cause discoloration. A yellow pillow may seem gross, but it isn't going to kill you. However, experts say staining can trigger allergies if mildew or fungus are allowed to fester. (laughs) Wow, that was... That's the perfect word for it. Perfect time to... Pardon. My God. Uh, Is that you? Well, there's nobody else here. Dude, you had a demon in your stomach. Oh, man. You can slow the yellowing by keeping pillowcases fresh and clean and using pillow protectors, but they will always discolor over years of use. You can wash your pillows. Some say you should do that a couple of times every year, but that can be more trouble than it's worth since pillows have different fillings like down and down alternative and foam. Uh, They all have different washing methods. There is an easier solution if you don't want yellow pillows. Hey, here's what. Just invest in new ones every few years. I mean, depending on what you get, they're not that expensive. That's true. Every city, well, every place has rats. You can't see the rats all the time, but they see you. <sighs> This place had them. Oh, what a fiasco that was to get them out of here. Because you love rats. I hate them. It is, I don't mind snakes. I don't mind uh, lizards. I don't mind spiders. I don't mind any. You a rat. You give me a, show me a rat, and I'm sorry. I'm out of here. Oh, yes. <laughs> and we had a producer who dug one out of the ceiling, caught it, mm-hmm. and we're like, you got to kill it. It killed the rat. No, no, baby. This little rascal go outside. You let it go. It's 
going to come right back in. I'm going to pat it. I'm going to love it. Or can just put out their annual list of the rattiest cities in America. They do it by looking at how many people have needed an exterminator in the last year. And for the ninth year in a row, congratulations, Chicago. You're number one. (laughs) Oh, boy. L.A. is second, followed by New York City, which is the home of the pizza rat. Remember him. Washington, D.C., San Francisco, Philadelphia, Baltimore, Denver, Detroit, and Cleveland round out your top ones. Every place has them. I, I can tell you about plazas, shopping plazas in luxury Naples that have had to close down because one place didn't keep it clean and it took over the whole plaza. And you'd think, oh, I'm in Naples. This, oh, luxury Guess again. They're everywhere. You think you're just sitting there nice and peaceful. They're, they're looking at you. They're looking right at you. <laughs> yep. There it is. That was me. You got the, you got the one of Stan's wife? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's all right. That wasn't a rat. That was a snake. Yeah, that didn't bother me. I went and grabbed that thing and took yeah. it out. <laughs> you did. That was, yeah, you that was went impressive. Steve Irwin on that. Didn't didn't buy into that that one a bit. And finally, this guy's chances at Father of the Year just took a big hit. A thirty-year-old dad named Colby Parker called the cops on Monday night because he thought his child had been kidnapped. He said he'd left him in his car while he ran into the grocery store, and when he got back, they were gone. Cops immediately started searching. They brought in the canine unit and coordinated with other police departments in the area to find the kid. They also started looking through the store security footage. That's when they realized the reason Colby couldn't find them in the car was because he'd forgotten them at all. (laughs) 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 And that's the news for today, Wednesday, October 25th, double M, double X. Triple I. Sitting in for Mark Haney. My name is Stan. Hi. Hola, Senor Stan. News brought to you by Jason and Todd at the Diamond District. When we come back, we continue this week of songs where its title is not even in the lyrics. You can search high and low, speed it up, slow it down, dissect it. You will not find the name of the song in the lyrics of that song. We'll have another one for you when we come back. Stan and Haney, 96 K-Rock. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. We should be in a position where... You, uh, um, the, the experts say 
we know is in fact uh, um, it, it, it's going to be um, uh. Stan and Haney 96 K Rock Hey gang, Stan and Haney here Let's, uh, let's not waste uh, any time Let's uh, get started with traffic because I got something to tell you Traffic brought to you by Firehouse Subs for Lee County locations Fort Myers and Cape Coral just heard uh, if you uh, from a road watcher, someone that is trying to get uh, on the on ramp onto 75 from Daniels, virtual standstill. They have not seen the accident yet, but they're going northbound on 75 at the Daniels exit. It's already backed up to their uh, top speed, seven miles per hour northbound. Oh, great. So if you can avoid that, Fort Myers crash, Daniels Parkway and West Links Drive, and in North Naples, crash, 2200 block of Olympia Park Boulevard. And you are up to date. Raj, you got you got something over there? Uh, I just got an F- update from FHP. There was a vehicle fire uh, northbound um, uh, between Daniels and Colonial. Colonial. I'm Avoid the area. About the 134 mile mark. Appreciate that. Uh, songs that do not have the title in their lyrics. Uh, John Lennon liked the number nine, so he wrote a song called Number Nine Dream. It doesn't mention it in the song lyrics at all.
Let's laugh. Time now for another Stan and Haney stand-up comedy classic. Classic comedy the way it used to be on 96 K-Rock. As a comedian, my hours, like, I stay up very late. So everybody in our family, you know, everybody's got bedtime routines in their family. So our family, we try to send our daughter to bed like 9, 9.30, something like that. And then me and my wife can watch TV, whatever. My wife will usually start falling asleep. She'll go to bed like 11.30. And then I'll sit out there and I'll watch TV till like 2 or something. Sometimes my wife, she'll go to bed, and then she comes back with a blanket, and she lays next to me. And she's like, well, I'm going to just sleep out here, and I'll go to bed when you go to bed. And I don't care for that at all. (laughs) It's like, you already promised to go to bed, and I got pretty excited, so I don't... I think that's the hardest part of marriage. How do you say that nicely? How do you tell the person that you love more than life itself? How do you say, hey, out of all the people on earth, you're the only one I don't want near me right now. Have yourselves a great evening. Lord willing, we're back here tomorrow, 2 o'clock. We'll do it all over again. We're the Stan and Haney Show, 96K Rock. And we leave you this afternoon with this few years back we we met this he was this little kid he you know he came up to us and wanted to to meet us and said he was a big fan of the show and he would call in from time to time yeah. as in those days his mom or dad would have to dial the phone for him because hey. he was so small and now uh our buddy tyson uh just walked into the studio uh, he's a, a JV football guy now. He's big, mm-hmm. he's strong, and can uh, kick both of our asses. Yeah. <laughs> uh, first time in the studio, Tyson. How do you like it? Nothing much to brag about, is it? No, it's pretty cool though. Oh, okay. All right. Did you have school today? Yeah, it was a half day. Oh, hold on a second, Junior. Hey. <clears throat> was because he goes his thirteenth grade. Was it a half day for you guys today? No, not for me. What are you talking about? You, he are, goes to an oh, advanced school. Oh, he goes oh. to an advanced school. Are yeah. you are you in a Collier oh. or Lee? I'm in Lee County. Lee County. So he goes to an advanced school. You're just in basic. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> uh. right. the the letter, you know. Yeah. What was what did you guys have for lunch today? Uh, we had corn dogs. You you too, didn't you? <laughs> no, we had corn casserole. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it is great that you came by. You can hang out as uh, long as you want. All right. You know, it, well, as long as your mom can tolerate it. You know, yeah. she, you know what? She's a saint of a woman because, yes. you know, she, she knows that you like this show and wants to ha- have you hang out with us, but she can only tolerate so much of it. All yeah. right. And then she's going to give you the look and say, we got to go now. And then they're <laughs> going to say, but mom, I want to stay for a little while. And she's going, no. We've got to go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but as long as she lets you hang out, you can hang out, all right? All right. And if you got anything to add, you can be like the third person on the show right now. If you want to add something to it, because see that guy right there? Yep. He don't add anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as I said, uh, before we do uh, anything else, <clears throat> we have a large Hispanic community that uh-huh. I've been told like to listen to this show. Now, I I know that there are some that don't understand it because they're not bilingual, nor am I, 
bilingual by trade, but I went and I said to myself, you know what? Like Tyson, I'm going to study hard in school and I'm going to learn a second language. What? And I learned Spanish. I I, I don't have, like using it, you know, uh, all, all, all the time. Okay. But I, I, lear, I learned that communication is the bridge, bridging the gap. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so, ladies okay. and gentlemen, uh, those of our Latin listeners, I have a special, a special message for you guys. <coughs> Hola, nuestros amigos latinos. En nombre del show de Stan y Haney, me gustaría agradecerles personalmente por escuchar. Significa mucho para nosotros. Sé que para algunos de ustedes puede haber una barrera del idioma, pero como siempre hemos dicho en el programa, con amor y humor no hay barreras. Esperamos que nuestro programa le resulte entretenido incluso si no comprende todas las palabras. Recuerde que a veces ni siquiera entendemos lo que decimos. Así que gracias de nuevo y sigamos con el espectáculo. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> wow. So that was all for our, our Latin, Latin friends. For you English-speaking people, I just basically told them that uh, we're glad that they're, they're listening and that uh, we know that there's a language wow, barrier. Yeah. But when you talk about humor and love, there is no barrier. <laughs> How did you get that accent down so good? Uh, again, I, I am not bilingual. I said, you know what? I'm going to learn. <laughs> oh, I did. Yeah. Okay. Blue skies. Yeah. Every day is a gift.